You're listening to Music Tectonics. Welcome back to Music Tectonics. I'm your host, Dimitri Vitsa. We go beneath the surface of music tectonics, looking for the seismic shifts that are changing how we do business in music, how uh, music fans enjoy music. And, uh, and I'm so glad you could join us again. Uh, we're on a little bit of a uh, music tectonics at Meetem Focus. I'm about to head to Meetem uh, in a couple of days here as we record this. Here in Bloomington, Indiana, it's rainy, and even in our studio, you might hear a little bit of the rain. But uh, you may have heard our last episode in which we had the director of Meetem talking about Meetem Lab. This week, we have Marjorie Payon from Tech24 on French. France 24. Uh, Marjorie's a host and producer there. She also has her own production company called I Love Productions, and she's moderating it, moderating at Meetem. She's also a jury member at Meetem Lab. So we thought we'd get another perspective on the Meetem Lab, which is the startup competition at Meetem, which is the 50-year-plus uh, conference that's been going on in Cannes, France for the music industry. Marjorie, welcome to the show. Hi, Dimitri. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, let's just kick it off so people know where you're coming from. Tell us about uh -huh. Tech 24, France 24, and what you do. So basically, France 24 is an international news network. We do air globally in French, English, Arabic, and even Spanish now. Um, and Tech 24 is the technology or innovation magazine uh, on um, France 24. Well, we have to take into consideration the fact that to me, tech is definitely not about technology itself. It's definitely about change. It's definitely about disruption, about any type of transformation technology is providing to politics, to the society itself, uh, to culture, um, to the way we see climate change and, and all those type of topics. And now every single story has a tech angle, right? Absolutely. That's that's really cool that you have that broad perspective, and I like the way you framed it. So our listeners are worldwide, but many in the United States. If you don't mind, can I ask, what's the tech scene? And if, you, if you're comfortable commenting on the music scene, like in France these days, are there any ways that you think it differs than what you hear about in the U.S.? So again, definitely not a music expert here, but, but the to me, it's more about the way that the music market and industry is, of course, uh, becoming more and more global. And probably it's about, you know, tech and the fact that users and consumers are definitely using more and more technology to actually access to the music love. And the fact that this music is are definitely, uh, or the music itself is definitely more viral every single second. I mean, we love to share music that we love. We love to talk about it on social media. We love to actually comment uh, about the music and the tunes we wanna share with our communities, friends, family, online. And I guess that maybe the music industry is not that different from countries to countries. But again, it's definitely not an expert type of perspective here. It's more about a music lover and user type of, uh, of, uh, of idea on, on the music market. What, what are, how are people listening to music in France? What services are they using? What, what do they talk about in terms of streaming services or platforms? Well, mainly Spotify, you know, we're, we're of course, Spotify is definitely European, right? But um, it, it's definitely more about the fact that nowadays we're not going to make a huge difference between services we're using to access music. Um, it's more about the fact that Again, music uh, this viral type of power, um, maybe even more uh, than television itself, um, that you can listen to a song in any language 
globally, worldwide, and would definitely uh, have this instant um, type of feeling that you like the music or not. So yeah, I would say that mostly people are listening music through Spotify nowadays, um, especially here in Europe. Uh, but then, I mean, there's a lot of uh, things happening when it comes to YouTube and YouTube music, mm-hmm. um, of course. Um, and the other platforms, actually, there's this huge vibe when it comes to teenagers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, again, it's definitely more of a global type of phenomenon than anything, right? So I think also that the next audiences or consumers or users for, for music are definitely you know, like hiding in a place or on a social platform that we still don't know about. And that's the beauty of tech here. That the fact that, I mean, at some point, some great artists uh, can spur from one platform that you never heard about before. And actually the fan base is going to do the job for the artist, like spreading the world, spreading actually uh, the, the, the music out there. And, and, and maybe the next big thing in terms of platform is still you know, on its way. Right. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I'm glad we talked about this a bit because uh, it sounds like it's it, it points to kind of a global way in which music is operating because the way you describe France listening is uh, not that different than the United States listening. So, Yeah, not really. Yeah. So you've been a Medium Lab jury member for a couple of years and you're doing it again this year. I'm just curious, what do you remember most from past years? What's the experience like? Well, the fact that probably and again is going to come back to the perspective I might have on, on the challenges the industry, the music market and the music industry had to face over the past few seasons. But we're seeing a lot of super interesting startups in, in this uh, landscape here. I mean, I can remember over the past three years. Yeah, it's going to be about the fourth season. I'm actually a jury member oh, wow. at Medium Lab. And and um, we have so many different um, categories here in, in terms of, of, of jury and competition. We have education, uh, we have IoT, uh, we have a specific B2B, uh, more uh, like type of startups working for, for, for the industry itself. But every single time, I'm really amazed by the, the idea that actually come uh, from those startups. And um, it can be, again, about any type of device um, they will actually put on the market or try to put on the market to help artists, um, you know, craft better their music. Or it can be about any type of other startups trying to build a platform to enhance education through music, for instance. Uh, last year, I can remember, or last season, we had this super interesting platform trying to help students better, um, you know, um, um, learn their lesson through music. Mm-hmm. or learn any type of language through music. And, and that's the beauty of, of what we see at Middleton Lab, specifically when it comes to the competition itself, is the fact that you can actually apply any type of technology. It can be, again, being a platform. It can be any voice recognition. It can be any IoT type of device. It can be any blockchain type of application. But at, in the end, you can definitely see that this technology is definitely made for the music market. So when you think about music technology overall, you mentioned education as well as uh-huh. B applications and, and so forth. Where do you, maybe if you think about the last four years about the different kind of, not trends, but like the, the heat that was being generated in the music tech startup world, where do you think that's going right now? Where do you think, what, what are you most interested in to see something developing that's very current with how technology and music are merging? <laughs> 
Well, th that's a very interesting question, though, because, again, what I really like about, about the competition itself is the fact that every time I have, maybe not for every single startup, huh, but once in a while I have this wow type of effect, like I would never have the idea to apply this technology to that specific way of using music or the, the specific way of using music to actually uh, access to another type of uh, usage or, or, or of, of, of um, new idea that you can actually convey through music. And that's definitely the beauty of sound. Um, I, I would probably have a more reserved type of perspective if it was for um, startups applying technology to the film industry or, or the audiovisual industry. But when it comes to music, it's definitely all about the sound and the power of sound and the fact that again it can be in any single languages it can be in on any single format or device you will definitely be led by the power of the sound uh, and when it comes to music merging with technology well actually the music industry has been, has been facing it over the past 10 seasons maybe um, of course it's been super difficult for the music market to take it at first you know i mean they've been under disruption for so long but it probably has been over the past three to four seasons that they actually um uh, got it like they actually acknowledge the fact that they had to be a little closer to their fan base, a little closer to people actually using and consuming music. And that was how they actually solved the equation. If you definitely pay attention to your audiences, again, they can be users, consumers, fan base, we're that and all of those parts of our, our 24 hours in a day, right? If you definitely pay closer attention to the way people want to consume your products, and again, music can be a product here, then you're definitely going to solve the equation. You have to listen to people and that's the best feedback you can have. Yeah, I think it's interesting because a few years back, it seemed like there were still people trying to develop co competitors with Spotify. There was a bit of consolidation. Uh -huh. um, there's still some competition around higher resolution audio, um, different regional differences. Um, but right now we're seeing, you know, Apple and Spotify are kind of um, in the mix, Deezer is in the mix, mm -hmm. um, but there, you don't see as many, there's a handful of startups still trying to kind of get into the streaming um, world. Some of them might have a little bit of a focus on independent music. Some of them might have um, a focus on, on blockchain. Mm -hmm. Um, but then something like TikTok comes out of the blue for the music industry. And it's really the music, it's almost like they didn't pick music as the primary um, orientation. It's not mm -hmm. about like the celestial jukebox. It's more, it's more about the social experience and creating a little more like vine, a little more creating these videos for social interaction. And then music becomes a part of it. So you, you almost don't know where to expect the innovation to come. Um, Absolutely. And I, I, when it comes to TikTok, I definitely hope they won't end up as vine. Right. Right. Yeah. They'll, 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 well, you mean gone? <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and it's also the beauty of, of, you know, the, the, the technological competition out there that at some point you can be the king, you know, of, of the Norse, I don't know, of, of, of any type of industry, you know, right. And the next day, if you don't pay attention again to your audiences, if you don't follow up more often with um, those guys, then you can be gone in a second, like in a snap. 
Right. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing it makes me think is if streaming services are so hard to to kind of either handle the licensing or to compete mm -hmm. with existing players, I like, you know, the fact that Medium Lab and, and that you mentioned this education focus, because, you know, we talk about what's the biggest disruption in music. Sometimes I think about the fact that everybody's making music, but everybody's learning it too. Like, you know, yeah. you can, you can go onto YouTube now and learn how to play an instrument and become a professional musician. And you can mm -hmm. do it at a younger age than ever, because you don't have to wait to schedule a lesson or to have uh, somebody schedule a time to, 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 and pay them and, and so forth. So I think sometimes these disruptions in music go beyond what the industry itself is, is thinking is the disruption to me, like part of the massive quantity of music that's being released or, you know, I don't even know if, know if you count it as released, if it just gets put up on a platform. Uh, but that to me is one of the biggest disruptions in itself is there's music creation is accessible to everybody. And so, yeah, absolutely. So, so sometimes it's not about, well, how do we, how do we monetize recordings? It's, it's, it's about, Hey, these platforms have emerged and people are using them mm -hmm. in unexpected ways. Well, and that's some point, you know, uh, Mitre, it, it definitely gets back or goes back or go back actually to, um, what the internet was made for, right? At the very beginning, when, when Sir Tim Berners-Lee was actually building the World Wide Web 30 years ago, if I'm not mistaken, it was actually trying to break silos to actually make information and access to information happen. And and that's definitely what's happening maybe again more with the music industry and, 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 and the mix and match uh, of the music with technology and platforms, probably more than any other type of industries. Again, I think it's definitely because of the power of sound and also because probably for some reason, music artists are way more close to their fan and, 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 and audiences than anyone. Um, like it's definitely something I've been experiencing on panels, moderation, for instance, at Medium. Um, I'm also moderating at, at MIP TV and MIPCOM, which are the other two big conferences of, of Read Medem. And they are more involving the uh, TV and film industries. Uh, but when it comes to meet and pure music professionals, what I really enjoyed on this panel is definitely the fact that they, I mean, those speakers and those guests are super genuine and answering just because they know they have to be genuine to their fans. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, this leads me to my next question. At Music Tectonics, we talk about the shifts beneath the surface, the unexpected innovations that change the music experience in the industry. And coming for, as a as a technology journalist, not from the music industry, what shifts do you see coming from technology that maybe you're reporting on as the the, the latest things that you think the music industry might need to start getting ready for? So. Probably, and there is definitely a monetization question uh, out of it, is the way we will actually manage rights in the near future. Blockchain can be totally part of the solution, uh, and it's already been tested out there for um, uh, the past few seasons, right? Um, but then it's definitely about how, and, and it, it's slightly merging with you know something which is really big in Europe right now, regulation. Uh, it, it, the fact that, and the music industry is not really prepared you know, for regulation because it's never been before, right? Um, um, it's very different from what we've been experiencing again in the TV, in the TV, audiovisual and film industry or, or since the very beginning and creation of those markets. Um, um, the music industry probably need to 
keep its freedom from regulation, but for the rights, actually, management. And then we had a huge piece of regulation being passed and issued in Europe a, a few um, weeks ago, which is called the Copyright Law. Um, and the Copyright Directive issued by the European Commission and backed by the European Parliament is definitely trying to make things better here for creators and performers. Um, and I think that, and again, it's probably one of the, the biggest shift right now when it comes to uh, the way and the perspective Europeans can have on, on the technology market or technology industries as a whole and, and the US as it, the fact that we need some rule in the game at some point. And, and it's probably going to hit the music market in a, in a bit. But it, it's not, you know, the glamorous and sexy part of technology, right? But it's definitely about politics, regulation, and rules. Right. We, we hear it referred to a lot as Article 17. Was Article 13 Article uh -uh. 17 here in the U.S.? It's now Article 17, indeed, because there are so many different amendments that have been voted uh, during the debate at the parliament, so that the, 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 the former Article 13 that YouTube went after so massively has actually been passed in the directive as Article 17. And which is putting the onus on platforms like YouTube to have the rights and licenses in place before allowing users to upload content. Absolutely. And it's going to change a lot of things, maybe for the better. And there'll be some technological or technical solutions needed to make all that happen. <laughs> exactly. And then that's what I'm talking about is at some point regulation also in a way, even though it's not very visible at first and at first sight, regulation in a way fosters technology and innovation too. I'm curious to see whether that legislation will lead to a throttling of the amount of content that's coming <laughs> up on those platforms. It's it's hard to picture. I mean, the floodgates are open. It's hard to picture trying to put the that that water back in the in the res oh, yeah. <laughs> reservoir of uh, people's brains and not on the internet. But uh, absolutely, or, or possibly maybe some technology will come into place where at first it'll feel like a little bit of a throttling, but then it'll just be, have a maybe a cleaner yeah. rights claiming process or. Uh, and and that, again, that's where probably blockchain can be part of the solution or Ethereum. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that that plays out. So, um, but actually, I mean, I mean, I mean, loose piece of regulation have been designed to actually fight in a way um, U.S. platforms. But wait for wait, just wait for Chinese platforms. I mean, they're coming. Right, well, they are no doubt. Um, in fact, and TikTok is part of it, right? So I was just looking at some data that there's a couple of. Um, Chinese music platforms that each have 250 million users. Uh -huh. <laughs> just those are just Chinese platforms, and and you know exactly. Spotify is in the uh, what is it 100 some 120 150 million users or so active. Yeah, well, you know, let let, let Spotify bring some money to the table, and then maybe we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been to meet them before. Right? What recommendations do you have for people interested in in innovation that would be coming to meet them for the first time? Well, definitely attending our mid-lab sessions because actually what we want to do is just not be dumb jury members and just, you know, discussing in between us the pros and cons of if we had to choose this startup over another. So we definitely want you guys to also have a take on how they actually make innovation happen. So we're bringing them on stage so that you can see for yourself if it was um, to 
have them um, um, actually uh, in the end uh, made, you know, like startup of the year at Medem. Uh, but again, it, it's about very specific and very various um, type of um, uh, feature they're actually going to apply their technologies to. So again, it can be about education, IoT, a B2B. It can be also AI, uh, empowering music creators to better, you know, like um, uh, stretch their music throughout the video or something. So there's a lot to see. When it comes to other part of innovation, of course, you have like tons of super interesting panels to attend to. But if you want to just warm your way um, into the booth um, uh, at Medem and just, you know, ask a question uh, to exhibitors and everything, it's also a great way to actually enjoy Medem. And of course, what you have to do is definitely join us for concerts on the beach at night. I mean, these, these concerts are definitely amazing. The, the fun part of it is that... Um, People from Cannes can actually attend and and, and take part uh, to the concert um, at night. So it's really about celebrating music in, in the way music has always been a driver for emotions. And those Medium Lab pitches, if if our listeners haven't been to to Medium before, uh, there are four categories, and they are you can go to each segment for a category. So like at ten thirty on June fifth, Wednesday. Um, you have the music creation and education. So there's an hour of those companies pitching and being mm -hmm. judged for that category. Then again, I think the next hour, 1130, is uh, the music distribution and discovery category. Then again, in the, the break for lunch, then at 2.30 are the marketing and data analytics hour of pitches and, and results for the category. And then the next hour is the experiential technologies. And then it all gets wrapped up at 4.30 when from all those winners, there's a winner of the overall Medium Lab um, at 4.30. So all of those things take place at the Music Lab within the uh, Palais where Medium takes mm -hmm. place all on June 5th. So, And then you mentioned uh, folks uh, from Cannes being able to participate in the music festivals. Uh -huh. What about people who are coming to Cannes for the first time? What, what are, are there specific things to see or do that you would recommend? <laughs> wow. So actually, so, 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 um, Ken is a very interesting city, um, uh, on the French Riviera, but the, the thing that I'm every single time I'm actually in Ken is for a festival or a conference. So I know the conference, you know, can type of, uh, mood, uh, but, but not much of what Ken is, uh, when you don't attend MIPCOM, MIPTV, uh, the, the film festival, for instance, or, or Midem. Uh, well, what you definitely have to do because it's so French and so Riviera,n in a way, is definitely have a, a coffee on the beach on one of those beautiful hotel beaches out there. I mean, it's really amazing. If it's not raining, because you know that's a tricky part when it comes to can. Of course, again, we love to um, to think that it's sunny every single time we're actually coming to can. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's raining, um, so you have to buy an umbrella. You have to, uh, but but actually no, I'm just just kidding here. Um, what you really have to have to do when you're in Cannes is definitely try to take some time off the Palais des Festivals, the Festival Palace, because it's it's definitely where every uh, part of the conference is happening. But sometimes you have to take you know a break from 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 the the palace and just you know 
relax, enjoy um, the sea and the beach and, and the nice view of, of Cannes and just, you know, hang out maybe um, to one of the of the most uh, um, typical hotels in Cannes, such as the Majestic uh, or or the other one from Barrière. Uh, it's definitely something you have to do just for one coffee and you'll be happy to do it. Well, it's a good point. Actually, there's a lot of great stuff happening in the Palais, but you'll also see a lot of people taking meetings in those hotels along the beach. Exactly. And what, what was super cool that they can go to meetings to, to, uh, taking a walk to uh, on the croisette which is just super also you know um, um, symptomatic of what can is I mean if you just take this walk to the beach through the croisette you're going to see most of you know what you what you can you know take away when so, it comes to can so I'm going to ask you uh, Marjorie have you ever been all the way up to the top of the sukkot the old part of can Nope, never. Okay, so I, I know I, that's a shame. Val, I challenge you. That's my favorite thing in Cannes is you take this winding cobblestone road. It starts with lots of touristy stores and, and actually some restaurants that are in buildings that are hundreds of years old uh -huh. all the way to the top. And at the top, <clears throat> there's a church with the most beautiful view of the harbor of all the boats and you get to see all of Cannes. So that's my that's my secret recommendation for visiting Canada. Okay, I think a lot so actually on June on June five, you have to take me there. Okay, I'll, let's do it. <laughs> so um, we're going to wrap up. But is there any message you'd like to say to the Meetum Lab contestants that are competing this year? Well, I'm pretty certain they've been, you know, preparing a lot for um, uh, this competition. And and again, if you've been, if you actually made it to the Medium Lab startup competition, you're great enough to actually have what it takes um, to, uh, uh, you know, like instantly uh, make a thing that your product or device or platform or service is probably going to find a market at some or users at some point. But again, what you have to bear in mind is that you are creating a product or service to actually solve a question or, or problem when it comes to music fan base or, or to music creators uh, or to the music industry uh, as a whole. But um, you really have to come up with a solution. And it can be through super high tech type of solutions or low tech type of thing. But at some point, you have to come up with an idea that you're going to solve a question or solution. But it can apply to any type of sectors, right? Or industries when it comes to startups. But again, to me, one thing which is going to be kind of crucial um, this season is, is to try to see how those guys can scale. Because I mean, we have, we, we've been having this debate in France for the past few months about you know, being a startup nation. You know, what's, what's even best than being a startup nation? being a scale-up nation. Mm -hmm. And and I really want to see from those guys what they actually have in mind when it comes to growing, expanding, and not just, you know, sticking to the very first plan they, they, they had entering this music market. What are their perspectives when it comes to growing, expanding, and, and make it to scale-up? I think that's a really great recommendation. It's easy sometimes to, to get focused on your specific idea, but not know uh -huh. what the next plan is, how you're actually going to make it a viable business um, and really have an impact. So that's a great recommendation or suggestion for startups in general. Marjorie, it's so great to have you on. Um, if people want to follow me. what you're up to, is Twitter the best place? 
Well, actually, so it's definitely going to be a handle under my name, Marjorie Payon, uh, which sounds super French at some point here uh, for some reason. But it's it's actually going to be on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, or any social platform. I'm not on TikTok though, but I probably should be in a in a few weeks from now. <laughs> well, take a look at our show notes if you're listening to this and you want to get Marjorie's name spelling and her her handle. Exactly. Social media. We'll have it on the. That's the trick here. Yes, exactly. Um, so. Uh, thanks again for joining Marjorie. Um, please, please take a look at musictectonics.com. Um, again, the show notes will have some information about how you can connect with Marjorie. You can also sign up for our newsletter where you can find out about future podcasts, also blog posts. We post news from around the industry and also original content as article forms that are totally separate from the podcast. And you can learn about the Music Tectonics Conference, which is taking place October 28th and 29th in Los Angeles. And if you sign up for our newsletter, you can get a $50 discount on registering for the conference. And before you end this podcast, make sure to subscribe on your favorite service, whatever you're listening to right now, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever it is. We're now on Pandora. We're one of the first um, podcasts on Pandora, certainly one of the early music technology podcasts there. Make sure to subscribe and tell folks about it. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Music Tectonics.